Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. What's up, Unbroken Nation? Hello, my friends. I'm Michael Unbroken, host of the Think Unbroken podcast and founder of thinkunbroken.com. And I'm honored to be your trauma coach and mentor because I believe that everyone is capable of getting unstuck, cultivating self-love, and becoming the hero of their own story. 
I believe that when implemented correctly, the practical tools and education you will receive from this show will help you lead an unbroken and extraordinary life. I believe that no matter what we come from, that we all have the ability to choose ourselves first, to create and manifest a powerful and grace-filled future, and love the reflection in the mirror. I believe that every day is a day to grow, learn, heal, and change. That's why I started my company, thinkunbroken.com, which is an online training and healing and personal growth platform where you get everything that I know about how to get motivated, be accountable, get out of the vortex, and become the hero of your own story through community, connection, and commitment. For more information, visit thinkunbroken.com. Please listen closely as you may learn just one thing that will help you be unbroken. And please share this episode with at least three of your friends because we all need community and connection in our healing journey. And be sure to DM me and tag me on Instagram at michaelunbroken so that I can say hi. I just wanna thank you again for being a part of this, for listening and being a member of the Unbroken Nation. Now, let's get into today's show and make the world unbroken. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. Super excited to be joined by my guest, Brandon Beecham, who is an entrepreneur, thought leader, author, and host of the Positive Head Podcast. Brandon, my friend, how are you? What is going on in your world? Oh, man. You know, I, I'm coming off a conversation with some really cool synchronicity. So when you ask what's going on in my uh, world, I'm feeling inspired by synchronicity at this moment. <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. I, I love when synchronicity happens because it means you're in the right place. It means yeah. you are where you are supposed to be. Um, before we dive in and we get started here, tell everybody a little bit about you, your background, and kind of how you ended up where you are today. Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. I, I grew up on, on the East Coast in Virginia. I currently reside in Los Angeles, California. And uh, what's relevant to share? You know, serial entrepreneur my whole life and started, you know, was raised very conservative Christian. And that, um, you know, really came to, uh, I, I guess, you know, I, I was I was shown these sort of ideas about uh, sp my spirituality learned, you know, in church and from, from the people around me and ended up going to a Christian school. And, uh, soon after I got, uh, kicked out of that Christian school <laughs> for being a bad kid, which translates to just a normal kid, <laughs> uh, I, I met someone who had some intuitive abilities and this really shook me, you know, to the core because I, I saw them. Well, first they made some, some claims about their intuitive abilities. And then they did some things that sort of validated that. And it, and it really led me to uh, start exploring uh, outside of what I was just sort of spoon fed as far as, you know, uh, more traditional religious, uh, you know, belief system. And that's where things really opened up for me in my life. Um, that was my early twenties. And, um, and yeah, I started reading, you know, at the time, this is like the mid nineties, uh, mid to late nineties. And so I started reading, you know, books on consciousness and the ultimate nature of reality and things like this. And, um, you know, I can only assume because it was, it is my dharmic path to, you know, talk about this, you know, consciousness and the ultimate nature of reality. 
uh, on my show and to anyone, your show and anyone who will listen, um, that it, it, you know, as soon as I started reading a lot of the perspectives on, you know, the oneness of all things and that we are human beings having, we're not human beings trying to have a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And it just kind of clicked for me like, oh my gosh, of course, this is how it's structured. How is everyone not seeing this? How is everyone not geeking out on this? And so I would talk to anyone who would listen, you know, at the time, this is pre-social media. And so it's not like I was connected to a lot of other people thinking in these ways. At that time, it was like I had books and I didn't know the authors or have contact to the authors. So I just got lit up about the, the, the topic. And so I would talk to anyone who would listen until their ears bled. And they'd either think, that's interesting and go about their daily life kind of as normal or wow, you're crazy. What are you smoking? And uh, that was my journey for a long time. And uh, then, you know, using, it's one thing to understand, you know, that we are all one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. We are all fractals of that source consciousness. And, and this, you know, in extensions of each other, in a sense, like, you know, there's only one of us in the room, ultimately, I believe. And so it's one thing to understand that theoretically. And it's another thing to apply it to your life in a way that is meaningful. And, you know, it's like you can you can understand some of these ideas at a high level. And then you get thrown into, you know, life, real life. And, you know, it's kind of like Mike Tyson says, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. So for a long time, it was understanding these things, then having a lot of challenges that sort of threw me off my game, you know, not acting as the enlightened master I'd hoped to become. Uh, and, you know, as trials and tribulations came my way. And so that was, that's been a long part of my journey is just getting my, my sea legs, you know, I like to say, you know, smooth, um, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor. And we all came to be skilled sailors. So a lot of, you know, really working on myself and, and, um, you know, getting better and better at, uh, showing up the way I, I envisioned. Uh, and so, yeah, that's my journey for a long time. Uh, using a lot of the ideas to, I, you know, have a, a great hero's journey story of creating a, you know, uh, ink fastest growing private company from my friend's couch using these ideas about my, you know, my power and, and, and power that we all have access to unlimited abundance that we all have access to. Um, and, um, so had, had that journey in 2015, you know, an ink fastest growing private company and, um, you know, then started my podcast positive head and, um, you know, that has done really well. It's been, you know, high, high, highly, uh, revered, I suppose, and has helped a lot of people to, uh, with their own awakening journey. And, and now I just continue, just wrote, wrote a book and, you know, continue to just find, um, find ways to, uh, help to wake up the planet as I wake myself up and have fun doing it. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, it's it's a big stretch from getting kicked out of school, right? And I I, I recognize a lot of that in, in in parallel with my own journey and looking at wanting to to make and create impact in the world despite coming from this place where initially I just wanted to burn it all down. Like that's the probably the most simplified way that I could put it is I just looked at the world. I said, I don't like this, so I'm going to destroy it. And then I understood something really important. It's very much in, in alignment with what Gandhi said, and that's be the change you want to see in the world. And I, I yep. thought to myself, who am I to complain when I'm not doing shit about this? You know what yep. I mean? Yep. yep. One of the things that I'm really curious about in your journey is, you know, I think it's interesting to have these pivotal pivotal moments in our lives in which we are 
laid with something in front of us that gives us the opportunity to tap into it, to leverage it, to absorb it, to bring it a part of us and to use that then to make life what we have the potential to make it. And that very much being about this crossroads and tapping into it or not tapping into it. And so in your journey and, and going back to kind of the beginning of this, you know, there are people that will step into anything outside the realm of what we consider to deem normal as a farce or far-fetched. And yet I have found in my own personal journey, a lot of the spiritual practices that I've brought in and my understandings and the way I've shifted the way I look at and think about the world have projected me forward in a way that I never could imagine because I'm the most anti-woo-woo guy there is until I started to understand something that it's not necessarily woo-woo when you experience these things in practicality, but that forced me to kind of force myself into it. Long questions short, being faced with this precipice of learning and absorbing these new things, how did you actually allow yourself the space to tap into that without being judgmental? Or were you judgmental and eventually it just kind of happened? Like, what was that like? That's a great question. You know, I had a bunch of things happen along the way that helped me. For one, you know, I'm maybe a little more open in a naive way, you might say, than the average person, you were probably more skeptical than I was, for example, from what I'm picking up. Or I just had Paul Selig on my show a couple days ago. And I don't know if you know who he is. He's a, a channel who um, definitely an interesting guy as a channel. He's he's grown a lot in popularity. Um, he was, a, you know, went to Yale, professor at NYU, very from New York, very like no woo woo kind of vibe about him. And yet he's channeling and he's like, I didn't believe in any of this stuff until it started happening to me and just very down to earth guy and doing this very, you know, mystical kind of thing. And uh, I, I believe that all, all of this stuff, this woo woo stuff is just science that we've yet to understand. It's two sides of the same coin, spirituality and science. And, you know, what I found is, so for me, I was, I, I saw some things you know, that really had me scratching my head. I, I remember going to my brother early on who we're very, we're very close. He's two years younger than me. I was telling him, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm reading these books. And the, one of the first things I read was a book about astral projection or out of body experience. And I was telling him, I'm reading this book and all these people claim that they can leave their bodies either through meditation or becoming lucid in their dreams. Uh, you know, wake up in your dream and say, okay, I want to leave my body. And that's what this book is claiming. And, and I'm telling him about it. And I remember him, you know, he had, he, he is still very much entrenched in, in the, the religious sort of dogma that we had been raised to believe. And he's like, yeah, what are you smoking, dude? People can't leave their body. That's crazy. Although that lucid dreaming thing where you wake up in your dream that I, I recognize that I used to do that as a kid. And so I said, well, cool. If it ever happens again, say you want to leave your body and see what happens. Well, by triggering, by talking about it, it triggered it happening to him again. So he went from one day making fun of me for believing the possibility of having an out-of-body experience to the next day looking like he'd seen an, a ghost because he had a lucid dream. He did what I recommended and he left his body and it was very profound and, you know, um, intense. So, you know, I saw things like that or I just started having some wild things, you know, that, that happened that supported it for me. I, I remember reading one of the first books was this person who claimed to be able to psychically tune into animals 
and communicate with them. And I thought, wow, and I'm in this state of heightened potential belief and, and excitement. And that, that childlike wonder, I think, is really a lot of where the magic comes in. And, you know, even the Bible, I don't quote the Bible much, but when I do, it's the, the, the verse, lest you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. And so I was in the state, I just read this book and I thought, you know, wow, you, someone could communicate with animals and it reacts and, you know, the consciousness is merged. Wow. Fascinating. And then I step into my room and at the time I lived in a six bedroom house in Nashville with six people. And I had the master, so it was it was a big house, and I had the biggest room. And in the far corner, probably twenty feet away from me, there was a moth flying in the corner. And I thought, well, if this guy in the book can do it, and it's true, let me try it. And I held my hands out and said, "Moth, come to you know, come land in my hand." It instantly flew across the room and landed in the palm of my hand. Now I've tried it twenty times since, never has worked again. But in that moment. I believe spirit was showing me, hey, this is this is real. This there is, you know, when you're in the right state, you can tap in. And so I started seeing things like this, you know, that helped to um, to, uh, you know, solidify my belief. This is how things are structured, even with, you know, my my company resort share. As an example, I was living on my friend's couch. I uh, had just failed uh, at an entrepreneurial venture from, you know, standard perspectives. And by anyone's society standards, I wasn't, I was, you know, 30 something years old and living on my friend's couch. I was not a success. However, I knew and believed so wholeheartedly in my divinity that it's like, look, I can manifest more abundance. It's just, it just getting, getting my chops down, getting better at this. And I, and I was able, you know, and I believe results speak for themselves. I went from that belief when all things pointed to the contrary to, you know, within years, having a hundred plus employees, uh, achieving what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs achieve as far as, you know, annual revenue doing 10 million plus a year in revenue. It's like, okay, so, you know, what are the results the ideas are getting me? And that's really where I think, uh, you know, what fruit does it yield is really the, the greatest question. Yeah. And, and I, I love that. And as an entrepreneur and, you know, I've, I've had many entrepreneurs on this show because as an entrepreneur, I think it's in part kind of the crux of discovering who you are. And I've been an entrepreneur since I was a child and, you know, learning how to effectively hustle for survival and then measuring immense and gigantic failures time and time again to getting to that position where much like you, I mean, I go back to 2016 and I had to borrow money to pay my rent. You know what I mean? Because I was like, it, it was just failure, failure, failure. And then now I look at my life and I go, man, I have employees. I'm creating livelihood for people. I've done this again and again and again with multiple different businesses. But there's there's something I want to touch on here, Brandon, because I think it's really important, whereas most people will skip over it. You can sit and you can visualize and you can create in your mind and manifest as, all, as much as you want all day long the life that you want to have. But I still believe it requires a tremendous amount of work and effort and energy. Would you agree with that? Because I don't want people just to hear you go, he thought about it and suddenly yeah. he had this hundred, you know, $10 million business Inc. 500, but you know, talk to me about the practical side of creating the life that you want to have while also navigating through the creating the life that you want to have in your mind. Mm, I love that question. And I talk about this in detail in my new book, uh, The Golden Key, which, you know, I'd love to give to the audience, uh, the audio and or ebook. Um, 
you know, the key word in law of attraction, action. <laughs> and so <laughs> learning, it's not just about sitting ending style on in the corner and, you know, sending distance Reiki to, to create something. Um, I, I'm someone, I'm definitely a doer, but it's, it's, so that comes very naturally to me and, and probably to you, it sounds like, but it's about finding that balance of, you know, how do we manifest the, 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 um, you know, stew of manifestation. There's a lot of ingredients that go into that, you know, and that's something that I talk about in my book. And I think learning how to really follow your own, um, inner excitement and knowing when it's time to act and when it's not. Hey, Unbroken Nation, a quick pause in today's episode to tell you about the brand new Think Unbroken app. That's right. I just released a brand new app in the App Store that you can take the first course in the Think Unbroken curriculum, the five keys to healing trauma. It's a seven day course for free. All you have to do is go into your app store right now. You can pause this video and search Think Unbroken. That's on both Apple and Android. And you can take the Think Unbroken Five Keys to Healing Trauma seven-day course for free. This is daily coaching from me. It's daily activities, daily check-ins. I built this course in this app specifically to bring huge value to you in your life, where you're at and what you're trying to do and going next and becoming the hero of your own story. So check out the app store again, Apple and Android. Just simply search Think Unbroken and you will see the Think Unbroken app. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. And, you know, I mean, up until recently, I've had a big, the biggest spell of not sure how I wanted to direct my energy. And I took that as an opportunity instead of in the past, I would just throw myself into something. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to wait. I'm going to follow the signs. I'm going to allow for what, what is my always tuning into myself. Mm, am I feeling inspired to follow this breadcrumb? And if it is, if I'm inspired that is an indicator that there's something for me there. Now, it might not take me all the way to the promised land. I may even go down a path that comes to a dead end at some point, but there's something I needed to learn on that journey. And if I learn to tap into knowing that what's right for me, what I'm seeking is seeking me and what keeps it at bay is me trying to ever force something. Or, um, you know, here's the thing is when some when you're following a path that's for you, it, 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 you're lit up about it. You're going to find excitement in yourself about it. There's going to be, doesn't, and then the work, you know, what is the saying, you know, do something you love and you never work a day in your life. I, I believe that that, that path is there for all of us. It's finding it. And it doesn't mean it's never going to be hard or challenging or any of those things. But once again, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor and you came to be a skilled sailor. So knowing you didn't just come here for it to be all roses, rainbows, and butterflies. Your, your soul wants that hero's journey tale. That is the, it's why every great movie like Star Wars, for example, is rooted in the hero's journey tale because that is our journey as a species, as a society. That is mankind's uh, core journey, I, I believe. And so learning to be aware and tapping into yourself and getting sensitive to, hmm, how am I feeling about this? Am I feeling inspired? Okay, I'm not feeling inspired to go that direction. What am I feeling inspired to do? How can I, oh, is this a time for rest? Okay, let me honor that. Sometimes the most useful thing you can do is to sit back and rest and, and allow some time to pass. And so it, it is a dance. It's it's like, you know, it really takes getting um, tuned into the subtle energies. And that 
takes time for all of us to get better at, more adept at. And I think experience and awareness, you know, helps with that. I love that you said it's like a dance. It's such a great way to phrase that because I, I think you're spot on. So much of this is about the back and forth, the ebb and the flow, the finding the the rhythm, not even necessarily as like an entrepreneur or a business owner, but as a human being in your healing yep. journey, in your growth journey. You know, I think I, I, I was speaking to one of my clients the other day and I was like, we're canceling your session next week. You need a break. You need a break from healing. You, I can see it. I can hear it. I can feel like you need, and myself too. I'm like, if I need a break, I honor it. Brandon, one of the things that I'm, I'm curious about though is when, especially in the scope of understanding society is about work more, work, work faster, work harder, more diligently, sleep when you're dead. How do you get into this place where you start to listen to yourself when you have these big, grandiose goals, ideas, dreams that you want to bring into fruition, but you hear all this input from society saying, no, 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 if you sleep, somebody's going to do it faster than you. How do you navigate that conversation with yourself? Yeah, it, that's a challenging one. And especially for someone who's so driven and motivated, you know, um, and it's just, I think, I think wisdom time it's like maturity and wisdom and these things come with with time it's like you know i've 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 pushed myself so hard at times where it's like this isn't fun anymore and if you realize that hey it's meant to be uh once again doesn't mean it won't be challenging but you're meant to uh, have a have a a a journey that is rewarding and if i'm burning myself out it's like you you start to understand that you know, a lot of these ideas about the ultimate nature of reality, the illusory nature of time, you know, it's why you have someone like, I believe it's Osho that said, everyone should meditate at least 20 minutes a day. Unless you're too busy, you should meditate for an hour. And it's like, that's speaking to this sort of thing. Like, do you understand the most useful thing you could possibly do? If it's all energy, from what state am I creating? Because if, if you want to know the outcome of whatever you're cooking up, Look at the ingredients you put in. If I cooked up my next experience with stress, anxiety, uh, foul intention, maybe if I'm not tapped into, you know, it, I'm going to get out what I put in. One time my brother actually, who's, you know, the one I mentioned earlier, very sensitive. He's had some, a lot of out-of-body experience type dreams and things since, and he's not really seeking it. And one time he had a visitation dream from our deceased grandmother. And he took his opportunity at that moment to sort of, this is years and years ago, we had a band and he was very curious about our next level of making it, right? And um, so he decided to sort of speak to her and get her oracle advice, you know, oh, oh, I'm, I'm connecting with my grandmother in the dream state. This is really vivid. You know, what's going to happen with the band? And she said something profound that I, I've always has stuck with me. She goes, you're going to get out of it exactly what you put into it. So if you understand that's how everything works, from which state am I cooking up an experience? Is it coming from stress, anxiety, uh, you know, fear of loss, um, you know, all of those things? Then guess what? You're going you're gonna to probably get that a combination of those things. I can look at my last company, Resort Share, that I mentioned. Um, I had the vision that I could manifest this thing with like lots of financial abundance. And I called that in. I also had a fear of someone trying to take from me. And then I had that experience with it. I, I've now outgrown that. But at the time I can look back in retrospect and say, I created 
all parts of my vibrational offering. So that's why I always say, you know, our number one job is to manage our vibration because everything comes from that. There is no out there out there. It is out there is showing up as a reflection of your vibrational offering. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, I, I think about this a lot and I'd love to get your thoughts. And it's, it's like this, what you think becomes what you speak, what you speak become your actions and your actions become your reality. Mm-hmm. And I think about the energy that I put into everything that I do in my life and trying to understand and navigate the power of those thoughts and and coming from this place where where my background is full of anxiety, depression, suicidal ideations, like I've had those experiences and then almost in a in a sense. And this is what I'm curious about from your perspective, almost in a sense, force feeding myself the opposite at, almost ad nauseum of what my brain is telling me to change that story. Mm-hmm. And that you talked about fear and fear is such, my God, it is a catalyst that I think about in my life that is either just this driver or this break. And so can you talk about in, in your own experiences and how you navigate the world, your thoughts about n- n- literally navigating fear and what you do in trying to create this proclamation to yourself of, mm-hmm. I believe I can create abundance while simultaneously understanding, damn, dude, I just failed my last business. Like, how do yeah. you do that? Yeah. Great question. So, you know, in my new book, uh, the golden key, I, I lay out eight keys and, and one of them is to trust the mystery. And so once you start to understand that you're my human and my human level of consciousness, it has its own ideas about what's best for me, where I want to go next and all those things. And I understand that I'm part of a bigger narrative that my soul is playing out, right? And so it's a dance between my human and my higher self as to what is being created. There's some level, I believe, of, of choice that I get. There's some things that I think are hard-coded in as part of this avatar's you know, experience. So I think of it like this. I'm playing checkers with my level of of awareness. My higher self is playing chess. So it's seeing things from a perspective that I can't quite, I haven't seen the the whole board. So I can set my intentions. You know, a lot of people say expectation is the enemy. I don't believe that at all. Expectation is in desire is necessary and in a positive thing. It's our attachment to it. That's the problem. When I tell the idea that this needs to happen in order for me to be happy or fulfilled or successful, that's where I'm slipping. I can set my intentions and my expectations with a healthy sense of detachment, knowing I'm going to get, I'm going to trust the mystery. Whatever comes is exactly what I need to become the next greatest and grandest version of myself. I'm going to get the tools along the way that I I need to pick up in order to become what I'm meant to become next. I I, I trust that it's all happening for my good and growth, even if it's painful, even if it's not what I would have chosen from my level of awareness as a human. So, you know, what, what I basically would say is, you know, once you surrender to that process, now things are going to come up that you mentioned fear that are sometimes scary. Well, guess what? If it scares you and it excites you, I believe it's probably for you, right? Fear can mean two things, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. So this growth happens on that precipice of fear. And if you can, you know, trust the process, trust you're never going to be given more that you can handle, that it's all happening for your good and growth, 
And, you know, the 13 year old laying in bed with growing pains, it, it wouldn't say, never mind, I want to remain, you know, four foot five. I don't want to grow into a full grown adult. It, you know, they, they went, they would, they're going to, there's a cost, right? And so understanding that, it allows you to have a, um, a healthy sense of detachment, knowing that I came to be brave and bold and face fears and step out onto the edge. And um, once you can at least know and apply this perspective to all of the challenges that life brings your way, it, it, it gives you a certain sense of comfort and courage that, you know, allows you to then go into the next key in my book after Trust and Mystery is love what comes. Hey, I may not have chosen this, but I'm going to love it. And that is the superpower. That's how I take the lump of coal and transmute it into a diamond. Behind it, I can't maybe see it now, but I can, I, I trust this is the process that's happening. So can, you know, as Eckhart Tolle said, can I be the space for this? And the more I can be the space for a challenge, the, the bigger I become and the more like this picture behind me, the deeper the roots go, the higher the branches, the deeper the roots. And, you know, you've got to be planted as a seed in the dark sometimes in order to have that, that growth that you actually want to experience. I, I tell people all the time, if you want to see the light, you're going to have to walk through the darkness. Yep. And never and seen I, a, sorry, you've never seen a work of art, a great work of art without shadow in it. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's always going to be, that's the dance, right? That's the ebb and yep. flow of it where you're, you're looking at and measuring life. Like, like I think about this all the time. There is a tunnel that's called fear, but you know, this as well as anything that at the end of that tunnel, there will be light, yep. but you're not going to see that light without going through that tunnel. And then here's the really interesting part about it. Every time you go through that tunnel, you'll be in the light for a moment and then there will be another tunnel. Yep. And that's how life works. I, I don't know of anyone who ever has not experienced a great amount of fear in this journey. Yep. I, I don't know how that works otherwise. And part of it, part of it natively, I think we call into our life, but part of it is just the existence. Like none of us predicted we'd be sitting here having this conversation after, you know, way too long in lockdown because of something that was unpredictable. And yet here right. we are. And so you're faced with this choice. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to continue to live your life? And I think what happens often is people get stuck in, well, the universe is telling me maybe I shouldn't be doing anything because look what's happening around me. How do you fight the current in this, right? You, you briefly touched on it, but I want to go a little bit deeper because I think there's some practical ways to talk about this. How do you fight the current of for lack of a better term, getting in your own way because you're allowing the 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 byproduct of the world around you to influence your decision making. Yeah, great question. So one of the biggest challenges on this journey is we start becoming self-aware. We start becoming aware of these these you know, ultimate truths, I believe, as to the nature of the situation in which we find ourselves as human beings. And so we start to understand a little bit more about the game we are immersed in <laughs> and, you know, the game that our soul is playing through our, our avatar. And, um, and then what happens is you get, you get, it's like the video game. It's like a video game where, you know, as you level up, you get the, okay, I'm going to stretch you and you're going to, your next, the next boss at the end of the level may be really challenging. And you may, 
fall. It's like you said earlier, it's like, it's a dance. It's like two steps forward, one step back. This idea that our evolution is a spiral and we circle back on things that we think we have uh, already passed it for even more. We're like layers of an onion, you know, our development. And, and sometimes we come back to things for further clarification and, and release and processing. And so sometimes that entails slipping and, and you know, like, oh gosh, I, I took all these steps forward and now I'm retracting. I'm in, oh, I just failed. And here's the, here's the real challenge when, with that. What happens is, is then we we're aware of our slippage and then self-judgment becomes the biggest adversary in the room because now we're judging our process and this self-deprecation and I'm, I'm a loser and I can do better and I knew better and I still failed. And there's nothing that good that comes from that. Do you have trouble falling asleep at night because you have anxiety? I know that I do. And that's why I started using NW Recovery's sleep melatonin formula with CBD. And it's a non-psychoactive CBD, which is really important to people like me who have anxiety and depression because sometimes THC can make you have panic attacks. And this doesn't. Not only is this formulation by NW Recovery made with melatonin, which helps you sleep, it has non-psychoactive CBD. So there's no THC in this product at all. I want you to check this out. If you've never used melatonin before, I have a tremendously difficult time sleeping. And when I started using the recovery sleep formulation, I sleep like a baby. So I want you to check out nw-recovery.com where you can use the keyword unbroken to save 20% on your first order. Again, that's nw-recovery.com and use the keyword unbroken to save 20%. Like when, when I say love what comes, love what comes, love yourself there, love yourself where you're at. Cause when you're resistant to something or judging something, it, it's, it's a testament to your level of ignorance about the process in which you're, you're process, you're, you're involved in. And so, you know, by, by, by loving and, and saying, okay, I slipped, I fell off the wagon. I, but every moment is another chance to turn it all around. Our, my spirit has infinite chances. You're going to just continue. You know, you know, what really inspires me is whenever I, I, I fail, like, let's say in my case, being reactive to someone who's, who's, you know, uh, the universe will send me abs absurd, um, from time to time. It's like, oh, this person's perspective is completely absurd and unfair. And don't they know how right I am and like how wrong they are and how out of, you know, um, out of alignment with the truth they are, how dare they? And then it turns into this reactiveness to it. And, and then it's like, oh, and then if I slipped into that reactiveness then it's like, oh, Brandon, you slipped, you failed the test. You, you, you know, you took the carrot. And then it's like, oh, I know I'm going to get just the universe is going to give me another opportunity to face irrational logic because that's my weak point, you know? So my motivation comes from, okay, I don't need to beat myself up. I'm growing. And I just know, you know, my motivation is I don't want to repeat this. So get it right. And then when you do get it right, man, it feels great. It's like, oh my gosh, I just proacted instead of reacted in a situation that before I would have, you know, reacted. And as a result, not navigated things to their highest potential by showing up as my greatest and greatest self, regardless of how someone else is showing up and how illogical they're maybe being in that, in that moment. So. I think that's a big one, Michael, on this path is, you know, really loving yourself in the process 
And when you quote unquote fail, understand that it's really, you're always going to get another chance. It's really all it is, is how quickly do you want to move through the process? And the better you navigate, the, the quicker you're going to level up. But like you said, every new plateau leads you to another vista of opportunity for growth. And here's a new cave. So, and, and this is the journey we're taking to becoming more of our divine, you know, self. And it's the, 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 the God self uh, that we're, you know, that we're a part of, it is vast. So no matter how far you go, it is infinitely large. And so there's going to be ever more in front of it to, to grow and expand, which is hard for our minds to, to wrap around. But I, I truly believe like, you know, you're in the, you're in the dance and the journey is the goal. So just relax about it and, and go easy on yourself. Most of all. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, I think many people and myself included for a long time, just the the words I use of myself were so crass, so hard, so dark. And, you know, I would use words that if I said to another human being would probably get me punched in the face. And right. and I thought about that and I, I made this massive shift in the language that I was using for myself because it, it was like the spilled milk thing, right? Where, you know, you spill the glass and you just destroy yourself. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking milk. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And I started to apply that to everything. And then one of the things that I discovered in applying that in a very practical way became this thing about giving myself grace around the mistakes that I was making, recognizing what you just said. On a long enough timeline, you're actually going to be presented with the same exact challenge and opportunity that you once prior failed to now be able to succeed through. One of the things I'm curious about, and, and I'm going to use language that you didn't use, but I want to see if this, if we can narrow this down a little bit into perhaps a more simplified way. Is part of this journey about letting go? Hmm. What is yeah. that like? Because I, the words I hear when you say this, I'm just like, I hear letting, just let it fucking go, man. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Surrender is crucial. It's like, you know, think of, think of it like, you know, you are this wave in an infinite ocean. And whenever I'm, you know, I'm, I'm whenever I'm fighting or resisting anything that's happening, I, I'm literally, or think of it like a stream. I'm, I'm, I'm turning and I'm, I'm trying to swim upstream and how exhausting is it? If the stream's going one way, I'm going another, you're getting beaten against the rocks. You're wearing yourself out. If I instead look at it as like, oh, I want to be a soul surfer. I want to learn how to, you know, um, I think it's Charles Bukowski who said, all that matters is how gracefully we walk through the fire. And so I want to learn to just like the challenges are never going to end. And the, uh, the upside of, of passing those are, are always going to come and there's going to be the redemption and the reward and then more challenge and then reward. And then, you know, and it's like, that's the dance. So if I'm resisting every time the challenge comes, that's showing that I don't understand the process in which I'm engaged. And so letting go, learning to surrender, it's huge because now you can actually um, gracefully navigate and surf your existence as opposed to, you know, just wrecking yourself on the rocks and wearing yourself out swimming upstream. Just, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about this. Just stopping the fight allows you to go naturally with the current. You don't even have to do much. Just stop resisting what is. 
can I be the space for this? How do I love what's here? That that's the pathway to move through it. If you don't want it, don't resist it. What you resist persists. They asked Mother Teresa, she understood this. They asked her in in the war in Vietnam, they were going to do like a million man march and they wanted her to be a big part of it. And she, they, they asked her, will you come and be, uh, you know, an icon for this, you know, marching against the war in Vietnam? She said, I'll never do that, but have a march for peace and I'll be there because she understood what you resist persists, what you give energy to you create more of because you are a creator. They asked Mario Andretti, the greatest race car driver of all time. What's the number one thing you tell um, new drivers? What's the number one piece of advice? He said, don't look at the wall. You know why? Where attention goes, energy flows, right? So stop resisting. Don't give attention to what you don't want before something and against nothing. And, and that is how you're most gracefully going to float through all, and then you get into the groove of, oh, I just caught a wave. Oh, I just caught another wave. Oh, I, oh, it's a little bumpy, but I caught another wave. Oh, wow. This feels much smoother. And that's that's what we're learning to do. That's beautiful. I, I, I love those analogies. And I love those those quirks there because, I mean, that's so much about life, right? I think about every time I've really tried to push upstream, it's like at some point I just quit. I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. This makes no sense. And, yep. and more so it's led to this place where ultimately I think it helps for lack of a better term, it helps create your demise. Whereas suddenly you're looking at it and you're like, I've imploded everything around me. And, and I think that's hard because we, we don't want to let go. I mean, even this includes some of my dreams, right? Like even things I really wanted to, to create and manifest. Sometimes I have to look at it and go, actually, it's not really what I want. Why yeah. am I fighting this? Why am I pushing so hard to bring something to fruition that actually I don't want? And, and yep. I think so much about this, this journey about honoring yourself, right? And look at the, the, the scale in which you have changed your life by honoring these little bits and pieces and moments of this journey that have led you to where you are today. One of the things, and, 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 and I'm curious about your thoughts are, how do you really honor that part of yourself, right? When you're in this place where you know, you, you think about your background, you think about the past, you think about all the things in life that you could have, should have, would have, right? That whole thing, that conversation we're always having in our head. Is there something practical to honoring mm. your intuition in the moment mm. that it shows up? Mm. Yeah. It, you know, here's a great, uh, Krishnamurti, I believe said, you want to know what my secret is? You see, I don't mind what happens. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Like, you know, imagine getting into a place where you just don't mind what happens. You're so trusting of your life and the flow of your life that yes, you have ideas. Yes, you take action. And I also know that source, God, higher self, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is perfectly imperfect. So there's never been a mistake in all of eternity, I believe. I believe there's never been a victim in all of eternity. And that's a tough one for people. And I understand why. But I believe it is this perfectly woven web where everyone is getting exactly what they need to become the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. And at some level, their soul is signed a contract, essentially, in order to, to co-create that with other characters and players. Um, and, um, you know, so that that is, you know, once you come to that conclusion or reality, or you try that perspective on for size, it really brings a sense of relief about, you know, um, about how everything's unfolding. And now I'm just going to learn to 
uh, tap in, like you said, to my intuition. Yeah, this is a this is a sense that we all have that maybe has been underdeveloped because we've been so lost in the in the mind space. When really the the, the vehicle that's meant to drive us is our heart. Our heart actually sends twice as many signals to the brain as the brain does to the heart. There's actual brain cells in the heart. Like, so learning to move into that heart space, hmm, what am I feeling? What, what am I feeling about this? What is, you know, what is that, that more subtle, not all this noise, you know, what I've been told and ideas and thoughts and chasing rabbits, you know, instead, what am I feeling? Okay, I'm going to follow that and knowing that no matter what I choose, sources like this, it's like, you know, um, what is one of those toys where you can throw and no matter what, it always stands on its feet, you know, same kind of thing with source, no matter what happens, you're going to land back on your feet with a new opportunity in front of you. So if you kind of relax about getting it right, there is no, you can't get it wrong. It's all divine. It's always going to lead. It's taking different paths to the same destination and they're all valid and source wants to experience them all. So you know, it, 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 I always say our life plays out at the corner of free will and destiny. That's what's, what's happening. It's like, it's destined because it's all already happened. Einstein has proven time is an illusion. If you shoot me in outer space and bring me back a day later, I'm a day older and you've been dead for a hundred years or something like that. Right. And then, so it's all already happened. My fifth birthday party is happening on another channel. I'm just not tuned into it in this moment, but free will comes in because from this moment forward, source has many versions of these characters, me and you and those listening, there's, you know, I remember my first intuitive reading, um, psychic reading. This woman says, oh, I see you in a cold place like Chicago in business. My jaw hit the floor because we were in Atlanta, Georgia during this reading. And I was planning to move to Chicago after college and work for my uncle in business. And then she said, there's this whole other path in California and music. Years late, a year later, I ended up forming a band, met someone from California, and here we are. So 20 some years later. So what was she tuning into? The potential Brandons in that moment. So it's destined because it's all already happened, but free will, the question is which version of you from this moment forward are you gonna step into vibrationally? And so my answer to that is, well, we wanna be the greatest and grandest version, the one that's the most rewarding. Well, since time's an illusion, illusion, source has already been there, done that, and gotten the t-shirt. So you be it to see it. You know, most people have it backwards. They're doing something like work in order to have something like money, in order to be something like happy, when it actually comes from your state of beingness. You be something like happy, and you find yourself doing and having things that are a reflection of that. It's like there is no out there out there. Out there is a reflection of your internal state. So you start navigating your reality in this way, and following your intuition, as you mentioned, is a big part of that. Okay. I'm going to follow that guidance. I'm going to make the executive decision and trust whatever comes and, Oh, maybe it led me somewhere way different than what I envisioned. And that's okay. That, I mean, that's so well said and profound. And I, you know, I, I think about infinity theory and black hole theory and things like that. We don't have enough time to get into right now, but sure. there, there's something that is so feels so true to me about the idea that if you just trust the process, if you just trust it, that eventually you'll be where you're supposed to be. I'm not saying the process is going to be easy either. Cause I know for it's sure that shit's going to be hard sometimes. Right. Yep. But I do know on a long enough timeline, it can happen. Brandon, this is an amazing conversation, my friend. Before I ask you my last question, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Sure, sure, yeah. So if you search, of course, um, my podcast, Positive Head, is anywhere 
that you get your podcasts. Um, I've been doing that about six years, 1500 episodes, um, have a great game, uh, uh, that you can play with it, sort of an Oracle game to get an episode that would be perfect for you on a positive called the game with the universe, Y O U universe. Um, and then my book is my most recent offering golden key, uh, the golden key modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. And I would love to gift that to the listeners. If you go to goldenkey.gift and, um, dot G I F T and use the code unbroken, you can get access to the audio and or ebook. Um, I also have uh, put out a few episodes of a new late night style consciousness centric talk show that's video, you know, production, live music, visionary art, interviews. Um, and you can find that at optimistic.tv. And then I'm on social media. And, you know, I don't, not huge on social media, but you can find me on, you know, all the things if you search my name, Brandon Beecham. So amazing, my friend. And my last question for you is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? Hmm. Yeah. I think of the, the Chinese proverb, fall down seven times, stand up eight. You, you know, or, um, the, the Japanese process of, uh, oh, what's it called? It's like kitsha something. I'm going blank exactly, but it's basically where they'll take a piece of pottery that is broken and then they'll repair it with gold. And they believe it, it, it actually is more beautiful than before it being broken. So being unbroken entails understanding that your brokenness, any experience of brokenness leads to the greater uh, level of understanding and awareness that ultimately you can never be broken because you're one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. You are it. It is you. And it is infinitely resilient and everything serves its growth in greater good. So every time a broken type experience happens from that, you become stronger and better and more. And so in that way, none of us can ever truly be broken. I love it, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Unbroken Nation, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like, comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. 
And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.